Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. Folks, crime is now impacting the elite. So now, all of a sudden, now it's a problem. On this show, we've only been warning about the disintegration of broken windows policing, how that was going to lead to an explosion in crime for a very long time. Broken windows policing is very simply the idea that if you take care of the small crimes, if you arrest people for the little things like turnstile jumping on a subway, leaping over, not paying to get on the subway, that the guy who jumps the turnstiles, the guy who goes on the train and robs someone, that wasn't always the view of police. I can't say this enough. In New York City, the idea was, ah, you don't arrest the turnstile jumper, and the cop comes off the street, processing the guy in the precinct. You're not there to intercept the guy who's going to rape or rob someone on the train. It was the same guy. That was a major, major revelation. It was a revolution, too, in policing. No, go out and arrest the guy who jumped the turnstile. He's the guy who's going to burglarize a house or rob someone on the train. Folks, I'm telling you, having lived through broken windows policing as an NYPD officer myself, as it was happening, I'm not sure you understand the revolution this was. Cops are always told, oh, leave the guy alone, smoking a joint in the street or doing crack in the street. It's no big deal. Unless he mugs someone, it's no big deal. Then all of a sudden, the next day, they were like, hey, that kid smoking a joint or that guy smoking crack, that guy peeing in the corner, you better arrest him. Whether you agree with it or not, that was the shift. It was seismic. It wasn't just a little thing. Well, now that crime's becoming a problem because the elites are getting carjacked, mugged, Homes burglarized. All of a sudden, they're saying, oh, the Democrats are like, hey, that defund the police thing was kind of stupid. We're going to turn this thing around. No, you won't. You won't turn around overnight. Why? Because you screwed up huge. There was an excellent article in the journal a few days ago. Forgive me. I don't have the citation here because I missed it. it was, I'm not sure if it was by Jason Riley, but it was an article saying exactly that, that for New York City residents and other places where they elected people like Eric Adams, Democrats who are pretending to be reformers, I say pretending because I'm not sure yet. Let's see if they're pretenders or not. Uh, They want to be reformers on policing. They're Democrats. We'll see what they do. But there's going to be no turnaround overnight. Let me just mention three things specifically that are going to take a long time to turn around in New York City and elsewhere. The bail reform. Folks, you let out a bunch of criminals on the street with almost no bail. They're out there now preying on people. It's hard to go find them again. They don't want to be found. Second, there's been a culture change with police. The left has gone from, you know, we don't like the police to we hate the police to the police are the problem and defund them and fire them all. It's going to take 10 years to turn around the culture where police are respected again. It's sad and it's tragic, but it really does matter. And finally, why this isn't going to turn around overnight. Folks, with the, with the collapse of broken windows policing and not arresting people for the small stuff, again, the bad guys aren't in jail. You have to understand there's a very small percentage of the population that commits the overwhelming number of crimes. Overwhelming. Those people are all out on the street again now. They're not just going to go turn themselves in. If you would have had broken windows policing and re-implemented it, You would have had some of these people because they would have done something dumb like jump the turnstile. But because you don't have that, they're not in jail. They're out on the street. I highlighted this very issue on my show Unfiltered. I I don't like playing clips of myself, but this was interesting because it had another clip embedded in it. How this explosion in street crime, homicides, 
property theft, mass uh, burglaries of stores and robberies of stores. I highlighted how liberal DAs on my show were playing all this down. I want to play this video clip from my show, Unfiltered. You're going to hear George Gascon first from L.A., a disastrous district attorney, Soros guy. You're going to hear Gavin Newsom, governor of California, and Krasner, the DA in Philly, another Soros guy, all playing down crime. Oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry, folks. This crime's happening. It's not a big deal. No, no, really. And then here's some commentary from me after check, uh, check this out. To what extent do you and your policies bear any responsibility for that? Well, actually, none. And actually, most crime is down. Uh, but for homicides. This is not unique. Violent crime and property crime, for example, is higher in Texas than is in California. I don't see that. I think it's important that we don't let this become mushy and bleed into the notion that there's some kind of a big spike in crime. There isn't. Listen, I'm a conservative, okay? It's not a secret. But I mean it when I say it. This isn't any kind of time for cheap partisanship here. These are people's lives. People are dying. They're being assaulted, they're being robbed, they're being killed, they're their livelihoods, their families are being ripped apart. If an elected Democrat wants to take a stand, a bold stand for public safety and the rights of citizens to live in peace in their communities, I'll have you right here on the show. I meant that. We put out an offer to Eric Adams, the mayor-elect of New York City. Fair interview. I'm not interested in the, the you know, uh, 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 a hit job piece. If Eric Adams, the incoming Democrat mayor of New York City, is serious about being tough on crime, I'd love to have him on my show and discuss broken windows, policing, bail reform, the return of street crime and anti-crime, plainclothes units. The invite's out there, folks. We send it out there. We, we haven't heard back uh, yay or nay, but the invite's out there, so you don't think I'm speaking with forked tongue. Now, all of a sudden, the conversation on crime is turning. Why? Because of stories like this. Kansas City Star, a gunfire erupts during a carjacking of an Illinois state senator's Mercedes SUV, cops say. Illinois state senator, tragically, it's carjacked. Folks, this isn't like funny. This isn't shouting front stuff. This is real. Could have been dead. But now all of a sudden, because it's a state senator, it's a big issue. What about all the other people who are carjacked? What about the other people who are killed? They don't have a say anymore in anything. They're dead. Oh, you think that's it? Two lawmakers on the Democrat side. Here's the blaze. Carlos Garcia, Democrat congresswoman who voted to defund the police, gets carjacked and robbed at gunpoint in broad daylight. Not funny. Nothing funny about this. Don't wish ill on anyone because of their political stupidity. But my gosh, now you had to wait for that to happen to them before all of a sudden we realize it's a problem. Why? Because the poor folks in your congressional district who can't afford lobbyists, if they get mugged, robbed, burglarized, raped, murdered, or killed, that doesn't really matter? Now it'll be a big deal. Showing you the hypocrisy of the left. We're in it for the little guy. Yeah, yeah, you're in it for the little guy. Please spare me the nonsense. Finally, a message to the left for you. I want you to read this Washington Examiner article. Escape from Democratic Governance. So the Census Bureau released their data this week. And unsurprisingly to anyone listening to this show right now, 20 states lost population. You know who led the way? States controlled by Democrats where there's a mass exodus. The three biggest losers, California lost 367,000 people, New York 352,000, and Illinois 122,000. Three of the biggest Democrat states controlled completely by the Democrat Party. 
my message to the Democrats and those people leaving, not the conservatives, liberty lovers and patriots. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Please don't come here to Florida. Florida has been the biggest net gainer of people along with Texas. I'm asking you a favor. I know you hate my guts. We don't like each other. We have political disagreements. I get it. I read your death threats every day. I'm asking you for a favor. It's a free country. I can't tell you what to do, but please, please don't come here. Please don't come to Florida. Please don't bring your nonsense here. I have family here. We have business here. We have employees here. We have public safety here. We have a good thing down here. We don't want your coronavirus chaos. We have a relatively controlled coronavirus situation down here. We've got a great governor. Business is exploding. People are enjoying their lives again down here in Florida. Unemployment's low. The state budget's under control. We have a great sheriff here in Martin County. We have a great statewide Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Please, I'm begging you as as a non-friend, please don't come down here. You don't want to be around us. We don't want to be around you. Whatever you're doing to destroy and decimate your blue states, please do not bring your nonsense here. Please. I can't stop you. It's a free country, obviously. But please don't come here. We, I'm telling you, I, I know for a fact I can speak for conservative and Republican Florida that's turned this state into a gem. Please don't come here. You are not wanted. Stay where you are. You ruined what you had, and now you want to come down here and ruin what we have. Just leave us alone. I'm not kidding. Don't dare bring that nonsense down here. We're not interested. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.